all find our seats this morning. It's so good to have you here at Home Church. Who's ready to worship Jesus this morning? Amen. We have a few birthdays up in the house. Um, as we get started, we want to say happy birthday to Kylie Brown. We want to say happy birthday to Jane Morrow. We want to say happy birthday to Bev Lyles, Tori Espinoza, Stephen Lord, Joe Durongs, Linda Sutherland, Steve Mock, Elena Butler, Laura Zamora, Tracy Brown, <clears throat> Brantley Nelson, Gerald Rowland, uh, Michael Matthew, Pastor Pepe, and Anita Rowland. Wow. November has a lot of birthdays. Or oh, December, sorry. We're in December. Oh my goodness. Church, when you become a pastor, you go crazy sometimes. <laughs> Let's all stand to our feet. Um, we also want to say happy anniversary to Jerry and Nancy Winders, P and AJ Millam, and frankly, Nancy, uh, Nancy Payton. So do me a favor. Let's say hi to one another. Take three minutes to say hello and congratulations and happy birthday. Amen. All right.
All right, let's find our seats, church. So we want to congratulate some of our kids. Yesterday, they worked so hard here at the quizzing of Home Church of the Nazarene. And uh, so <clears throat> if you were involved in the quizzing, if you were one of the quizzers, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to line up right here to my left. Just line up right here to my left. Um, if you're new to the church and you're like, what's quizzing? These kids, oh, oh, oh. These kids right here get so excited, they almost fall for Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, it's an amazing thing. Um, so red level, uh, Lillian Bright. Where's Lillian? Come on, why don't you come stand right here? There we go. Uh, and, and let's, I'm going to go ahead and name all these and we'll hold all our applause right here. So Lillian Bright, Ari Garcia, um, Jalen, uh, Daniela. Um, first place was Lillian. Second place was Ari Garcia. And the red leather. Uh, the, the following children competed in the blue level right here was Wesley, Imani Garcia, Mateo Garcia, Mia McDevitt. Uriah McDevitt, Kenzie Metzger, Maddie Metzger, and Bella Painter. And the team, the score, the total score for the team was 890, which is a big score. Yeah, that's right. Very big score. These kids come in on a Saturday and they quiz. The, the, they'll ask them questions about a scripture and they, they have to um, get, uh, not guess, they know the word of God. It's an amazing thing to see. Uh, so they got 890 gold medals went to first place Mateo Garcia second place Kenzie Metzger third place Bella Painter and the silver medals was Uriah McDevitt yes got a bronze medal uh, and, and oh, the bronze medal went to Imani Garcia So, um, I know Cherie is uh, not feeling well today, and um, so, kids, we want to say thank you to them. So, on three, I know she's watching online, so on three, can we say thank you to Jim and Cherie? One, two, three. Thank you! Let's give our kids a hand, amen? Thank you, guys. So proud of you guys. You may be seated. All right. Okay. Um, real quick, before we go any further, I just want to show you something really cool. Um, we have a home church ornament. Isn't that pretty? Look at that. That's beautiful. So if you, um, you want to support our kids and our children's department, um, you can purchase one in the cafe. Here's the Polar Express. By the way, we have a Polar Express play coming this Christmas Eve. Yes. Um, I don't know about you, but I love Christmas. And all these ornaments are so beautiful and amazing. Um, we got the home kids ornament right here. So if you have a child and you want to get the home uh, kids ornament, can we give a hand to Miss Jan, one of our secretaries from Ladies? Amen. Amen. Carl, I just want to come grab these real quick.
Please, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, I missed an anniversary. Um, today is also uh, Nelson and Emily's anniversary. So quick question, how long has it been? Seven years. Congratulations. Um, I didn't ask Jerry and Nancy. Jerry and Nancy Winders, how long has it been? 37. Pete and AJ, how long has it been? Okay. All right. Franklin and Nancy, how long has it been? 45. All right. Congratulations, guys. Let's, uh, Matt, if you want to go ahead and take it from here. Let's give our brother Matt right here. Amen. So appreciate it. Good morning, church. Thank you, Franklin. For those of you who are normally only in the first service, uh, Franklin likes to yell at me <laughs> every morning. Before we get into our announcements, we are very excited today. Um, as you all hopefully know, we are a single church family. Uh, we treat each other ideally as brothers and sisters. And Romans 12:15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. And today we have reason for rejoice. We have a testimony that we're going to bring Donnie Brown up to share with us today. So good morning, church family. Um, <clears throat> so I wanted to share this with you. Um, my wife said, are you going to be nervous? And I said... How can I be nervous when I'm in a house of love that everyone is nothing but love and we're in, in God's house and so I'm not nervous. But I wanted to uh, share this with you because I think it's very important. <clears throat> so my, so <clears throat> my mom recently broke her hip and um, she laid for over 24 hours before she could get help. And God bless, she, uh, the surgery went well, and she's recovering. But um, as she was in her 16th hour of, of laying on the floor with a broken hip without help, um, I have an app on my phone that gives me a morning prayer, a, a verse, with inspiration and then a prayer, and it does the same thing in the evening. Well, when I got this particular one, uh, my mom had been laying on the floor unattended for a little over 16 hours. And I wanted to share this with you because um, we pray and we know God hears our prayers, but he also sends us messages and um, we need to be attentive and listen to his messages, no matter how subtle they are. And um, I'd like to read this to you because, it, again, I got this. When I got this, my mom had been laying for 16-plus hours without help. And this came to me. Not, this is not a coincidence. This, this, was, this was our Lord talking. So... It reads, it is wise to listen to your father and love your mother. There are exceptions 
to this, but generally it is wise. No matter how old you get, you can still respect and learn from your mother and father. It brings parents joy to instruct their children and give them advice. It makes them happy to hear from their kids no matter how long it's been since they've lived at home. If you haven't spoken with your parents lately and there's no good reason not to, you may consider giving them a call. Um, that followed by the, the prayer, Father in heaven, Thank you for my parents, for the thing I've learned, things I've learned from them, and for the good things they did for me. Bless my parents, draw their hearts to you, and let them live the remainder of their days for you. Help me to keep the wisdom I learn from them, and remind me of it at a time when I need it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I wanted to share this with you all because um, this, this was a message for me. And I did not heed it. This, this was our Lord trying to wake me up and saying, your mom needs help. And I said, you know, I'll, I'll call her later. This is really inspirational to me. But I didn't right away. Had I, I could have helped her much sooner. Um, so I've, I've had other signs before that I, I know God was talking to me. But it's so important not only to pray, but to Pay attention when he's tapping us on the shoulder um, because I am blessed and I, I, this this is the first time I've ever been able to get through this without crying because uh, I've told the story so many times and her surgery went well and she's recovering but praise God. Thank you, everybody. And I, I love you all. I love my church family, and I appreciate you letting me give this testimony. Give Donnie another round of applause. He goes. It is contrary to what he said. It can be terrifying to come up in front of a group of people and uh, to share something personal and uh, prudent as far as time. That is uh, very awesome to hear. Thank you, Donnie. We do have some announcements before we get started with our service here. Missions Council is collecting beanies and socks for those who are in need in our community. So you can bring in a donation of beanies and socks and give them uh, in the missions trunk that's in the foyer. Oh, it's, if I actually paid attention to what I said, it's in the foyer, it's not in the missions area. So foyer, missions trunk. <laughs> also with missions, in the missions area. There is a Christmas card box hanging on the wall uh, for you to put Christmas cards that you want to pass out to other church members. We put it in the missions area because this is a way to reach out to people that you don't normally talk to, to build community and fellowship within our church. It is really a mission within our walls. So uh, go out there. You can check for your box. It's all alphabetical order. And it's just a great way to send a card to somebody that maybe you don't know as well um, and really build up the community within our church. Women's ministry would like to invite all women and children to the White as Snow Christmas Potluck Brunch, which is next Saturday, the December 10th at 10 a.m. 12, 10 at 10. Uh, so you can sign up in the welcome counter. Uh, they need to know how many to plan for um, and let them know which dish you are bringing. There's no point in having everybody bring the same thing, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> excellent. 
All of this uh, is leading up to a Christmas Eve night, which is going to have our very own Polar Express, a ticket home, Christmas Eve play, and candlelight service. Uh, service of that will be at 5 p.m. Amanda and I have uh, been at the practices, and it is going awesome. I think you all are going to be uh, very impressed, so don't just show up alone. Bring a friend, bring a neighbor, uh, bring somebody else, and let's just share the joy of Christ uh, with as many people as we can. Speaking of the Polar Express play, next week we're selling ornaments from the cafe for $5. You may remember them from what Pastor Carlos was holding up about five minutes ago. They are $5 each. You can decorate your tree with ornaments of home church or give them away to other people to decorate their tree. I'm not going to tell you what to do with the ornament, right? Uh, Christmas Day is on a Sunday this year, so we are having one service at 10 a.m. And New Year's Day, obviously also on a Sunday, uh, so we will also do one service at 10 a.m. So those two Sundays, one service, 10 a.m. This time we go, we're going to enter into our time of giving with the tithes and offerings. Uh, we are so thankful to everybody who has remained faithful with that. We are called uh, biblically to give to the church to help further this process and the kingdom's uh, mission around us. We do offer three ways for you to do it. There's a box in the back of the sanctuary. You can do it online or you can mail in a check. Uh, so once again, we're just so thankful. We couldn't do what we do without it, um, and we need to keep pushing to reach more people for Christ. Amen? Amen. I could have everybody bow their heads with us uh, as we enter into our time of singing worship. Father God, we are so thankful that we have the ability to gather together to be encouraged by our brothers and sisters in Christ, to have testimonies like Donnie's come up and remind us that you're speaking to us and we just need to listen and obey. We ask that this time would be one of learning about you and who you are, what you want, as well as a fortification of our soul so that we have the strength to go out and do it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. like uh, the painter family if they could come up please uh, this morning as we light the peace candle some call it the candle of preparation uh, today is the second Sunday of Advent what a beautiful thing that is amen and uh, today we don't take this lightly but uh, today we remember and go back to the days of before Christ came and so um <coughs> As this beautiful family lights this candy to get a candle together, I'd like to read um, out of Isaiah 43, 5. It says, A voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged place a plain, a plain, and the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken.
guys can light that candle, please. And our sister is going to sing out a song with us. Join her in chorus this morning. Sing out that chorus one more time. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel. Shall come to thee, O Israel. Rejoice, rejoice, Such a beautiful gift she got. Amen. Go 
My dad was involved in the gang life and drug life and looked good on the outside, but inwardly was lost and bound to sin and perversion, alcoholism, and everything else that comes with all that. And I saw my dad transpire. He transformed from going crazy for the devil, going crazy to God. And this morning, I don't know where you're at in life. You might have everything all together, but you're missing one thing, and that is this thing we call Jesus. He came to save the world, and that's who I'm telling people about. And if you're not telling people about him, maybe we need to get to know him. Thank you, sister, for that amen. Can I get an amen up in the house? Maybe we need to get to know him in order to tell somebody about him. 
Aleluia. Christian representing home church Why you keep on dissing Best to wake up, stop playing games and listen Recognize Jesus Christ is the one Who has risen from the dead Why you keep on tripping Nobody's coming back So why you smoking crack God sees you faking it So why you trying to act Recognize that you just can't hide From the Holy Spirit Even if you try this right We from the west side Letting people know that there's hope For the soul at the end of the show Here we go who wants me to bust another flow? Yeah. I said, I said, do you see what I see? Thank you. 
morning. All things are possible through Jesus. Amen. That's why I pray for you. That circumstances will change. And they will change. I pray that the fear inside will flee. In Jesus' name. I pray that I pray. Gracias por tenernos en este templo tuyo, Señor, en este hogar, esta fresca mañana que, hemos, que has pintado de blanco las inmediaciones de nuestra ciudad. Has refrescado nuestros corazones, Señor. En esta mañana también queremos salir blancos de nuestros pensamientos que nos atormentan o que nos uh, alejan de ti Señor cosas van a cambiar en esta mañana Señor unge a nuestro Pastor Carlos que la palabra que él tiene para nosotros sea de aliento de fortaleza Señor y de saber que tú eres el Dios poderoso y la gloria es para ti la honra es para ti Señor esta mañana vamos a salir diferentes porque tú estás en, en esta iglesia, estás en esta congregación moviéndote, Señor. Bendecimos al pastor, bendecimos a, la, a los miembros de la alabanza, Señor, con ese corazón dispuesto a darte a ti en alabanza en esta mañana. En el nombre de Jesús oramos. Amén. Give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Amen. When I was down at the altar praying for a few individuals, I don't want to point anybody out, but I just want to, I just want to say I just got to give God the praise and the glory because when I was praying, God spoke to me about a few people and said that what you're in right now, what you're going through is just preparing you for what's to come. And I know sometimes that sounds so generic, but no, when I was praying for you, I felt just God over you and the enemy is so angry and upset that you even came down to the altar. But because of your faith, because of your faith and your willingness to go down to the altar, It's almost like that woman had the issue of blood. Everyone was surrounding Jesus, and there was no way she could, but she did everything she could. It's just to touch the hem of his garment, and when she did, she was made whole. And while I was praying for you, Jesus wanted me to tell you, you're made whole. You are forgiven. You are loved. And that's a beautiful thing. Wow. We are free. 
So I have a question. If uh, who likes Christmas songs? Okay, is it just me, or is 106.9 not playing Christmas songs this year? I think we should protest. I mean, I'm not gonna. Not that I don't like Michael Jackson. I mean, come on, he's he's the king of pop, you know. But um, I was like, where are the Christmas songs? So I thought I'd bring one to you, um, a, a short one, and I like this one because. It reminds me of home church. And some of you already know which one it's going to be. But once you sing with me, it goes, I'll be home for Christmas. Oh, come on, church. You can count on me. You can count on me. Please have snow. Please have snow. So, so, and presents on the tree. Christmas Eve will find me where the love likely Christmas. 
last song, but I think I want to revitalize it a little bit. I want to, I want to put some truth up in this thing right now. Is that okay, church? Because sometimes things can be so empty, you know, without Jesus. So it goes something like this. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. We might have snow, but here at home church, I can guarantee you, no mistletoe <laughs> and presents. I don't care about the presents under the tree. Jesus came, died, and set me free. That's why I'll be home for Christmas. If only, wait, not only. They're sick. We want to wish them um, uh, just get well this morning. We, we love you. Um, I had so many texts this morning. How many know sickness is going around right now? So I encourage you not only pray up, but take your vitamins. Amen. 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 Let's go to Isaiah 9, 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 this morning. Again, if you're visiting with us here at Home Church, we're so blessed to have you this morning. And if you're, if you're a, a return visitor, again, blessings uh, to you. Thank you for being here. Isaiah 9, 6, <clears throat> and it reads, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of increase of his government, and peace there will be no end. I want to read that one more time, but in chorus, with um, our church family here. So Isaiah 9, 6, let's read from the top. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase of his government, and peace there will be no end. Good morning, church. I know I already said that, but when I was writing my sermon, I put good morning, so sorry I said it again. I should have took that out this morning. How many know Jesus is the reason for the season? The birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and nobody knows it like you and I. 
why we celebrate. May this be a blessed and happy month for you, no matter the circumstances, um, as we remember the great gift God gave us, and that was his son. I want to say as we start this series, I'll be home for Christmas. Um, And as I say that, um, depending on the weather or what happens, whether you're watching online, I want to be in God's house for Christmas. Whether it's in my home or here in God's house. It's not about what you give or even what you get. At the end of the day, Christmas is about what he gave. The Savior of the world born in a manger wrapped in swaddling clothes. If I was God, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I would have sent a little baby wrapped in swaddling clothes to save the world. I think I would have sent somebody who could maybe conduct an army. I would have sent somebody like the ninja warrior or somebody with some strength who had some backing behind him to conquer darkness. From heaven looking down the birth of Jesus, I'm not even sure if amazing is the word I want to use. From heaven looking down, the angels and all creation looking down from the heavens, the birth of Jesus was spectacular. From earth's perspective, it was ordinary, disappointing, just another day, Um, mundane. From heaven's point of view, it was extraordinary to think the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords would wrap himself up in our birthday suit and be a baby here and dwell among us. From man's point of view, he was born and they were already trying to kill him. When he got here, there was no room in the hotels where he stayed. He was born to a virgin who was trying to explain to her boyfriend, Joseph, this is not what it looks like. Can I preach somebody? This is not what it looks like, Joseph. From Earth's point of view, no palace, no guards, but had a baby in a barn There's nothing wonderful, there's nothing really good about this situation from Earth's point of view. And that's why I want to say right now, you might be in some crazy circumstances. Don't ever allow your external circumstances for you to think that Jesus, or should I say, baby Jesus, isn't there in those crazy circumstances. Say, Pastor, I'm going through some crazy stuff right now. God ain't with me. Don't ever think for once that God is not there through the craziness. But the glory of his coming, what was so amazing about it, wasn't the furniture that he laid in or the environment surrounding him. The glory that really matters in life comes from the things that sometimes I overlook. Maybe I should say we overlook. The person at the bank can't count for us. The real estate agent can't give to us, can't show us. And trust me when I say this, I've had both. I've been up, I've been down. I've been happy, I've had a frown. 
but I've learned how to survive with nothing and survive with something, and both of them are good and bad in their own ways. But when he came into the world, he wasn't trying to show off or not show off. You see, Jesus knows what's really important like a family. It's not about what you're eating. It's about who you're eating it with. Can I be honest? Or the kind of bed you have. I don't care if it came from Italy and has rubies on it. It was imported from Versace themselves. Did you sleep good last night? What's the point if someone gives you a big old gift, but they don't love you? But someone who loves you bakes you a hot pecan pie. And you can tell it was made with love. And as they hand it to you, they got a tear in their eye and they say, you're the best thing that's ever happened. Can somebody let me preach? He came only for one purpose. And that was to deliver us from sin and death. To deliver us from the law. To destroy Satan with the blood of the lamb. And to bruise Satan's head for all the things that he has done to us. And while he was walking towards his purpose, he did some other things like he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. With his stripes, we are healed. So all sickness and disease could be healed. He says, I bore your transgressions. I carried your sorrows, Pastor Carlos, so you don't have to carry it any longer. I took the punishment for you. And when he did that, hell got real nervous. When they knew he was coming, he was born... They were already trying to kill him. They were already trying to stop him from reaching his purpose. And I want to say too this morning, maybe you have a purpose. Maybe this morning God has given you a purpose. You know what that purpose is. And you say, Pastor, well, I really don't know what my purpose is. Keep coming to church. You'll find out real quick what your purpose is. You have been given a purpose and the enemy knows that he's doing everything he can. He did everything he could to get you not to come to church today. Don't believe me, ask your pillow. <laughs> My pillow was like, please don't leave. <laughs> Come on, man, it's only been six hours. <laughs> He's going to try to stop you, but greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. And whether we know it or not, I believe he was born in a barn for a reason. There's always a purpose in the problem. There's always a purpose in the pain. You see, our God has strategy. Our God is smarter than we think. He, he, he has a reason for, for certain things. I believe he was put in a barn where they could not find him. He was put in a place where only the wise men could find him. And when I think about that, sometimes I believe God, there will be things in our life he'll try to hide us and there'll be some situations so the enemy can't find us. He'll try to do something, and, and outwardly it looks crazy, but God knows what he's doing. He's just trying to protect you. A lot of people don't know that Mary and Joseph actually hid in Egypt for how many years? Two years. Before. On the run. Can you imagine the Christ, the Savior on the run? I'm sure people back then when they were walking past Jesus... They're thinking, this is not the Savior. I thought you said, no, that's just the carpenter's son and Mary. Yeah, they're just, 
some crazy star came and some wise men came, but I don't think they knew what they were talking about. I got to be honest, I don't think Jesus had many friends growing up. I think some of the parents were like, can you stay away from that kid? He's kind of weird. He's like too good. He's too nice. Never getting in trouble. You know, I'm being honest. I think he was, he was, he was an outsider, but not to the point to where he wouldn't go to the, uh, to the house of God at 12 years old preaching the good news. Can somebody say amen? Imagine if somebody would have met him on the run today. And so I say that because sometimes people will judge you prematurely in your life because they don't see your destiny. They don't see the plans God has for you. Jesus didn't look mighty. He didn't look like a conqueror. But the reason why I love this verse is because it takes away all this thing in my head, this, this grand entrance of a prince, right? When I think of a prince, I think of the, the Disney movie Aladdin. It takes away this, this glorious entrance of who Christ is, and at the end of the day, it, it, it personalizes it. And it says, unto us a son is born, unto us a child given. So he didn't just come to redeem the world, rebuke the enemy. He came to get personal with you. He came so he could see your point of view. He came so he could know our perspective. I read the other day from an unknown source, and I quote, you cannot live nor love effectively somebody you cannot understand. I want to say that again. You cannot Live nor love effectively somebody you can't understand. The Bible tells men, he says, dwell with her according to knowledge because you're going to have to know her to understand her, to want to stay with her or him. And all the married people said, amen. <laughs> no weeks. <laughs> Our brother said he doesn't understand. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I need to preach on marriage next week. <laughs> if he never came into the world, you know, and, and I'm saying that, Jesus says he's what? He's the groom. We are the bride. He's married to us. So he came to earth to get to know us. Because in his godliness, he didn't know what sleep was. Because the Bible says he neither sleeps nor slumbers. So he came, and when he came, he got to know what sleep was. He got to know what tired meant. He got to know what hurt meant and the feelings that we feel. But I love the fact that our God is a, a God that neither sleeps nor slumbers because that's why I can wake up at 3 in the morning and pray and not have to worry about waking him up. He's always awake. My 3 o'clock in the morning is somebody else's 12 in the afternoon. He's always awake. And sometimes he'll try to wake you up. And he'll want to speak to you and talk with you. Get to know you. He came to know what lonely is, what empty is, temptation 
He came to be touched to know what it's like to be you. Christmas is about God who is so in love with you and willing willing to come down to see your world from your point of view. So when you pray, he will understand what you're trying to say. And I only say that because there are things my kids, when they were really little, would say, and nobody could understand them but me. Carlos, I know he was preaching here last week, and you could understand him clearly, but years ago, you'd be like, is this kid okay? <laughs> well, the things he would say, you wouldn't understand that word. But because I spent time with him, and I love him, and I got to know him, I understand what he's trying to say. And Jesus did the very same thing. He came down to to understand your point of view. To get to know you. And that's why I love December 25th, the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. But you ever hear somebody say, well, that's not when he was born. I would have to agree. And they say, I don't celebrate Christmas because that's not when he was, that's not the exact date. So I don't celebrate Christmas. I got to be honest with you. I don't care if that's the right date. I don't care if that's when he was born or not. I don't care. I care that he was born. Can somebody say amen? I care that he was born. When I worked in a secular job years ago, somebody said, I'll come to church, I'll come to church if you if you prove to me that he was born on the December 25th. I don't I, I don't know. I care that he was born. Coming from a family of immigrants, I gotta be honest with you. My 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 father's my, my mother's side, uh, uh, great grandparents uh, uh, from England, um, uh, Germany, my father's side from Mexico, family of immigrants, there were times. We did not know if Abuelita was 106, if she died at 97 or 93. We really don't, I'm being honest, we don't know. We did not know. We, there, there were times, they, we, the, 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 no, no birth certificate, no, there was nothing, they, we had anything. So what they did, they picked a day and they celebrated that she was born. They would pick a day and they would bake a cake, they would make some pan, flan. Pozole menudo, tomales. And they would celebrate that she was born. And I got to tell you, church, I'm just going to be honest. I don't care if there's snow or mistletoe or presents under the tree. His love is the true light that gleams, and that's why I'll be home for Christmas. Amen. Amen. And as a believer, sanctified, water baptized, child of the Most High God, you can't stop me from praising God who loved me enough to come where I was when everyone else walked by my family because we had nothing to offer, but took the time to get to know me, to love me, to understand where we were coming from. When we were at our lowest, our lowest, somebody came who cared, who had the truth to preach to us, to help us, 
took the time to understand this, where we were coming from, to know what it was like to be me. And Christ loved you and me enough to come to feel our pain, to be touched by our infirmities, our sickness, to know. Isaiah says, unto us a son is born, unto us a child is given. Finally, somebody understands why I'm worried. Finally, somebody understands why I'm sick. Finally, somebody understands why I'm scared. Finally, somebody understands why I can't take this anymore. He understands. And I gotta be honest with you, church, when I or you walk away and don't allow me to come into your club, thank God here at Home Church we don't have clubs, amen? We're all a family here. I can't get no, like the song says, satisfaction. I can't get no love reaction. And when I turn to this world and it doesn't get me, when I turn to this world and it doesn't understand me, I can turn to the rock of my salvation. I can turn to the rock that the builders rejected. And he knows where I'm coming from. And he'll accept me and love me and help me. He's not just the creator of the universe. He's not just the ruler of heaven. He's just not the CEO of creation. He's not just the chief administrator over all the angels who go to war in the spiritual realm, the things we can't see. We just had the series trick or treat, right? There's we got spiritual warfare going on. It's everywhere. He, he's not just the chief administrator over that and overseeing everything. He's also mine and yours. For unto us a son is born. Unto us. A child given. You know what that tells me? If you're childless in this place, and I don't say this lightly, if you're childless, you don't have to say you don't have a baby anymore. He's yours. For unto us a son is given. For unto us a child is born. It's personal. He's not like those gods where you go find in India you can't get close to. They don't want to touch you. They don't want to. He, he's, he's personal. He came to know what it's like to be you. Any good lover, any good lover, would know if you're going to stay together. You can't just see love from your point of view. You see, young couples, immature couples, they only see love from their point of view. But mature couples see love from the other point of view. They see love from the other side. They don't want to argue to prove their point. 
because they learn how to see it from the other side. Maybe this morning, just maybe, maybe, hopefully, by God's grace, maybe this morning, you didn't grow up in church. Matter of fact, you, don't, you would never really go to church. I say, hey, hey, maybe this morning, God is trying to get your attention. And just maybe, just maybe, he could use a little baby to help us take our eyes off what we're trying, what we are, and look at it through the eyes of baby Jesus and see his perspective for once. For once in our life. Can we not look at it through our eyes, but look through the eyes of baby Jesus? I'll take it a step further. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, you're here. You say, Pastor, I go to church. I pay my tithes. I praise God. I, I cross all my T's, dot all my I's. Maybe, just maybe, we need to take our eyes off of our perspective and look at life through the eyes of someone else in need to help somebody else. Amen. For, one, for unto us a son is given and the government shall be on his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. That's why I celebrate Christmas. And that's why this morning. We had a time of prayer earlier, but before we dismiss, uh, I want to give you an opportunity this morning. Maybe, just maybe. You're backslidden in your heart. Maybe this morning you're not right with God. Maybe this morning you know you know the Bible frontward and backward, you've heard it all. You've heard sermons that are a thousand times better than what I just preached. That's okay. This morning, God is here to remind you that he loves you. He's knocking on your heart's door and he's saying, can I come in? Can I come in? Maybe this morning we need to repent of our sin. Maybe we need to, maybe we're the prodigal son, the daughter this morning and we need to come back to the father's house. God is speaking to hearts right now. He's saying, it's time to give up. Surrender before it's too late. Jesus is here. He loves you. Enough to come down to dwell with us, to be with us, to die for us. And we may be forgiven. And he says, I'm coming back again. So this morning, life is short. We don't know our time. This morning, you say, Pastor Carlos, no one's looking around. All heads bow, all eyes closed, in respect to God's house. Between you and God, you say, Pastor, I would like you to pray for me. No one's going to put you on the spot. No one's going to embarrass you. It's between you and God. Pray for me. I want to receive Jesus to be my Lord and Savior. You raise your hand this morning and say, Pastor, that's me. Amen. God sees that hand. Anyone else? God sees that hand. Anyone else? God sees that hand. 
God sees us here. All his hearts in this place. God sees that here. I want to come back to the Father. I want to sing that song again as we, as we close this morning. I speak the name of Jesus over you. I speak the name of Jesus over you. Let's pray. Repeat with me. If you raised your hand, even if you didn't raise your hand, it's never too late to receive Jesus to be our Lord and Savior. Repeat with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sin. I'm sorry. I repent. I turn to you this day. I give you my life. Take my life and do whatever you want with it. I do believe that you died for me and you rose on the third day and you are coming back again. Make me your child. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet, church. Hallelujah. I like what my son said last week. All heaven right now is rejoicing. Amen. 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 I want to get that song one more time. I speak the name of Jesus. If we could put that on the... Uh, When I sing this song, I don't sing it lightly. I speak the name of Jesus over you. How many know words have power? I was watching something the other day. It was crazy. This guy did the study where you can speak to ice, and you can speak to these, these, uh, these ice sculptures, and when you speak positive words to them, they actually turn out to be these beautiful crystals. But then there was one where you were speaking words, negativity, and, just, and it turned out to be this crazy-looking sculpture. Isn't that crazy? Words have power. Whoever talked... Whoever knows you can speak to little plants and play music, and they actually like that. That's an amazing thing. If we can speak to a plant, and it can grow prettier and stronger, can we speak to each other with love, positive positivity? I speak the name of Jesus over you. I speak the name of Jesus over you. In your hurting, in your sorrow, I will ask my God to move. I speak the name because it's all that I can do. In desperation, I seek heaven and pray this for you. I pray for your healing, that circumstances would change. I pray that the fear inside would flee in Jesus' name. I pray that a breakthrough would happen today. I pray miracles over your life in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. bow our heads, Father, in your name, in the only name, the Christ, the Savior, the living God. Lord, we thank you for this morning. Lord, I just pray you stretch out your hand to all those who couldn't be here this morning, all those who are sick in body. 
comfort them and be with them this morning. Lord, I pray that you would protect us as we leave this place. Be, be about our business, I pray. But I pray most importantly, we're about your business. But Lord, in our lives and our work and school and everything that's going on, I pray, God, that you would just go before us, be a lamp unto our feet, protect each and every one of us here, the families, the children, the grandchildren. God, I pray you bring us all back safely next Sunday. And may we be blessed. And we pray this in your name, in your name only, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Be blessed, church. We love you. Thank you. Amen. Well, the other side of the world is not so far away as I thought that it was, as I thought that it was so far away. The other side of the world is not so far away, and the distance just dissolves into the love, into the love. Jerusalem won't be as easy to build as I hoped it would be, as I hoped it would be easy to build. New Jerusalem won't be so easy to build. There's many bellies to fill and many hearts to free. And I set them free. And I see people who have learned to walk in faith. Sword of the world.